Hi, Valorous Soldiers. I'm your host, Crystal Display, and welcome back to another podcast where we're all about sisterhood, spiritual, and personal lifestyle development in an everyday woman. I hope you enjoy. Stay tuned. Hi, Valorous Soldiers. Welcome back to another episode. So today is gonna to be a little bit different. Um, so I'll be sharing a bit about what we've learned in our prior and fasting retreat via video. So sorry about the quality in advance, um, but this is what we've learned um, on our prior and fasting retreat. And today's topic is checking your motives and tips in how to spot a false prophet or teacher. Check your motives in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because God's favor cannot be purchased. The Bible warns against greed, deceit, exploiting people, lying. You know, Gehazi lied just to get riches. Um, yeah, so we, we touched a little bit about false teachers as well, that um, there are seven, seven things that false teachers do. So one, they are men pleasers, so they teach things that people want to hear. Um, so they only teach the good parts and not the other parts of the Bible. They would take some sections and then teach other sec and then forget about the rest. So for example, their prosperity and uh, this um, cult called Prosperity Gospel or the Word of Faith Movement um, where they just talk about health and wealth and they don't talk about um, the, the other side of Christianity where, yes, God wants good things, but guess what? You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through tribulation. You're going to go through hardship as you know, as well as be, you know, for being a Christian. So they don't talk about any of that. They just talk about the glossy side, which is health and wealth, and that's it. That's all they talk about, and, and um, they focus on money as well. And so, yeah, number two, they are driven by their own opinions rather than the Bible, uh, which is the biblical truth. You know, so they would add their own opinions to the Bible, and you know, some some past some some pastors, some teachers, some prophets, they would use the Bible, and you know, they would turn it into what they think it is. So that's why it's so important when you're reading your Bible to ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding because when you do that, then the Holy Spirit will help you and teach you what the Bible actually means. And that's why you have to be so careful as well about the different translations out there because yesterday I've learned that certain Bible, for example, the NIV, has taken out some of the scriptures out of the Bible and I have seen it like a scripture has been missing they take certain scriptures out so that's why it's so important to go with the original scriptures so which is King James version um you know and you know it's it's okay to like go through different translation but stick to the original so if you could Go use the King James and then maybe have a different translation that would make it easier, then do that. But stick to the original scripture, which is King James Version. Um, the one that I use to translate alongside my King James now um, is the is the ERV version, which is easy to read version. But, you know, of course, I used to use the NIV, but... Um, I realized that they took out some of the scriptures, so I'm going to get a new Bible, which is King James Life Application Bible, and then um, I'll see how that goes. But yeah, stick to King James, which is the original scriptures, and nothing is taken out of it. Um, and then number three, what they do as well, they would mix the scriptures, so they would they would take it out of context. So there's many, you see, if you're not careful, that's why it's so important to read your Bible, and, yeah, just read your Bible for yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to help you to understand it. Because many preachers, teachers, and prophets um, out there, they take the scriptures and they take it out of context to suit their own teaching. 
And so that's why when you're reading the Bible, uh, uh, if you're reading a specific verse, make sure you read the whole chapter. Uh, if not the whole chapter, then the whole book to get a, a direct context of what it is actually saying. And then number four, they would use other sources apart from the Bible. Um, so, you know, um, recently I've watched a video where this famous um, te- uh, preacher from Elevation Church where he took a direct quote from a cult religion um you know which is new age which is new age movement he took out some of what that person says from a cult and makes it with the scriptures hi valor soldiers we have an awesome opportunity for you If you're a passionate woman of God and is a Christian creative that has a passion project or hobby that you'd love to share, either in faith, lifestyle, and beauty, then join us on our upcoming series, either on our Instagram, which is Women's Wednesday Chat, which will be on every other Wednesday of every month, or you can join us on our podcast, which is Women of Mighty Volor Podcast, which will be on every Thursday. If you are interested, go ahead and contact us on our website, which is womenofmightyvolopministry.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Conditions apply. Must follow us on Instagram or is a private WhatsApp member. Is ministry your calling? Then look no further. Women of Mighty Volop Ministry is looking for an addition to the team. We're looking for a team player that is enthusiastic and passionate for God. The skills that we're looking for are event planning, administration skills, digital skills in social media, virtual assistance in terms of content creation. What we offer is sisterhood and fellowship, unlimited access to resources, yearly team funding, special gifts and prizes, as well as leadership experience. If you think that this is for you, then go ahead and contact Women of Mighty Valor Ministry Whatever you say, it is in a line with what the Bible says, that it is what the Bible says. If it, the Bible doesn't say, then don't do it, you know. And then number five, false prophets, they would deny or reject Jesus as son of God. So they, they would think, they believe that Jesus is not the only way to get to heaven or to get to God um, or to have a relationship with God that there are other routes to um, to God or to heaven and that's what they believe so they so it's like when they do that when they do that is they're denying um, they're denying the power that God has and they're denying the fact that Jesus came died on the cross for our sins mm rose again they deny that by not accepting that jesus is the only way to god and the only way to heaven so we're talking about false prophets and then number six false prophets they teach they don't point out your sin they embrace it so for example there are scriptures out there that you know the bible talks about it about homosexuality and about other things 
right but they they're not going to talk about that they're not going to talk about sin they're not going to talk about salvation they they more focus on health and wealth for example and that's it and so true preachers true teachers of god would talk about salvation the need for salvation the need for forgiveness mm. and the need for, for jesus. jesus in their life mm. um but false prophets they talk they they would give false promises um and they would embrace your sin and then the final stage is they are driven by greed which is interlinked to what the what we read today about um in second kings five greed it's almost as if uh, it's almost like an addiction where you want more and more and more the more you have is like it's never enough and that's what they're driven by majority of false teachers and preachers out there they're driven by greed for money um or greed for loss there's just different things you know so you just have to be very 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 careful um, and so, you know, we went to the, we, we read First John. So the ultimate guide, so th- this is what I've researched about, you know, identifying a false prophet. But what does the Bible say? So we went to First John um, 4. So we went to First John 4, verse 1 to 6. And this is the ultimate guide to know if this person is a true teacher or a true preacher or a true prophet, you know. So the Bible says here from the Easy Read Version, ERV, it says, My dear friends, many false prophets are in the world now. So don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God. This is how you can recognize God's spirit. One spirit says, I believe that Jesus is the Messiah who came to the to earth, who came to earth and became a man. That is that spirit is from God. Another spirit refused to say this about Jesus. That spirit is not from God. This is this is the spirit of the enemy of Christ. You have heard that the enemy of Christ is coming and now he is already in the world. So as you can read here, right, the Bible says to test the spirit. Mm-hmm. So if this is how you know if they are true teachers, true preachers, or true prophet, or if they are of true religion, right? This is how you even identify if you are a part of a true religion or not. So if, for example, you ask, you know, you ask somebody, um, you know, you ask, for example, a preacher talking and if you ask them is jesus the only way and they believe that there are other ways to god or to heaven then that's a false prophet the bible says here if they don't believe that jesus is the messiah who came to earth so if they don't believe that jesus came to earth to save us to die on the cross for our sins rose again right rose again then they are not of god and they are not true teachers and they're not true preachers if they refuse to say this about jesus then they are false and that is the ultimate guide so forget about the seven steps i've mentioned those are just guides but this from the bible is biblical truth that how to identify false teachers and preachers out there if they don't believe that jesus is the messiah the one that came to earth 
for our sin, died on the cross, rose again, and that he is the only way to God, then they are not of God and they are false. Um, I just really hope and pray that this message has blessed your heart and I pray that you, you know, be ready because Jesus can come at any time. The Bible talks about it. Um, you know, when you read it in, in the New Testament, it talks about it, um, especially in Matthew um, 23, 24. It, you know, the, Jesus talks about it, that look out for the signs. Well, not just look out. Don't even focus on the signs. There are many signs, right? He told He told us about the signs, the, the signs of the end times. But what we as Christians need to do is to be ready. Be ready and watchful because Jesus can come at any time. So if you have today, make today count for God. Everything that you do, make sure it, you know, it is for God. You're giving God your all every single day because you don't know when Jesus is going to come. You know, the more I go into the scriptures, the more I see that the Bible that certain prophecy has been fulfilled. You know, what Jesus does in the New Testament, the prophets from the Old Testament have spoken about, and it is fulfilled. So if if the Bible, if some of the, if imagine the prophecy has been fulfilled in the New Testament, then guess what? Whatever God says stands. Jesus is coming. Whether you know it, or believe it or not that's what the bible says and i think we just need to be mindful of what we listen to what we look at what everything that we do make sure it's in line with god's word and you know always ask what does the bible say what does god says about this and the bible says no then it's no but just remember to stand on biblical truth at all times I just pray all right guys so I hope you enjoy that prayer and fasting retreat um you know we have our prayer and fasting retreat weekly you know once a week um we're currently using google meets so if you're interested um you can contact us on our instagram um you know we can you can message us directly and we can give you a meeting code in order to join our prayer and fasting retreat um or you can contact us on our website which is womenofmightyvaluaministry.com all right so you know it's been a it's this episode has been um you know long awaiting Initially, I was going to talk about something else, but, you know, I was led to this today. Um, so what I really want to touch a bit on, um, you know, we talked about, you know, in the prior prayer and fasting retreat, we talked about um, false prophets. But what I also want to talk about is the non-Christian practices um, that people do. Even me, I did it. And I didn't even know that it wasn't Christian. Um, so the things that I've noticed recently is um, they call it um, manifestation. They call it law of attraction. Um, they call it the new thought or the new age movement. And um, there's also, I mentioned the word of faith movement 
or um, prosperity preachers so those are the cults that I've stumbled upon recently you know God revealed it to me that certain practices that I was doing was not of him and um, so I'm gonna list um, some of them and then you just have to be mindful and wary of those practices because you know if you do if you do certain practices that are not from God are they not godly practices then that is you opening yourself up to Satan's dispose um, so that's why I just want to touch on it briefly because many people even myself did not know that it wasn't Christian even though they put Christian in front of it so some of the practices are saying affirmations so daily affirmations or part uh, they daily affirmation is a part of a cult um you know the fact that you're saying i am this i am that that is not from god it's not a godly practice it is derived from new age which is a cult um there's also people that um believe or they hold on to crystals you know you know like the regular crystals um that they believe that it will protect them from evil that is not a christian practice either um believe it or not but it's not it's also i believe derived from the new age um cult and there's also the use of aromatherapy so when you do your research um, I highly suggest um, I think I found it on Wikipedia and they have like an in-depth um, history behind new age movement or new thought movement and they they talked about aromatherapy there's other things as well but you have to just look into it but aromatherapy is also um a non-christian practice as it, it it was considered as a way of healing um themselves through aromas so that's why it's not um, a christian practice there's also meditation so you know when, when you keep your mind empty when you breathe in and out that form of meditation that is so that is a non-christian practice as well even though i've seen with my own eyes people on on google on instagram and um, put christian meditation that they there's literally um a app called um, abide which is a christian meditation and you have to be wary because you'd never think that oh it's you know because it's they say it's christian it's okay no it's not um because the fact that it's meditation and they're telling you to breathe in and out and clearing your mind and all that it's still part of a cult it's still part of a non-christian practice so that is not from god either whether they put biblical um or christian in front of it um it's just simply not from god it's not a godly practice so christian meditation or they they sometimes call it um mindfulness as well that you know that that sort of thing um there's also vision boards that is a non-christian practice because when you look up the history of it it is derived from the new thought um movement or the new age movement because the reason why a vision board is considered non-christian 
is because it is a form of affirmative practice um, sorry, it's a it's like affirmative imagery um, that is displayed that you would look at it and it's, it's almost as if you're willing it into existence um, by your own strength. Um, and so that's why it is a non-Christian practice. Um, and recently I've also found out that yoga is a non-Christian practice as well. Yoga was derived from a, well, it's derived from Hinduism, which is, you know, another religion, which is not Christian. Um, and I've, if you guys are interested about the different type of cults, I highly recommend um, Cultish, which is a Christian podcast that they discuss all about the cults that's in the world. Um, I was just mind blown with the fact that, wow, yoga, you'd never think that that is a non-Christian practice, but the poses in yoga is, is, um, identical to the practices, um, to Hinduism and you doing those poses is opening yourself up to another entity, which is obviously we know it's a satanic, um, entity um so yeah that's those are some of the things that um i recently found out that was not christian practices um you know you just have to be very very careful you know the bible talks about it um that we in matthew 7 verse 15 says be careful of false prophets they come to you and look gentle like sheep but they are really dangerous like wolves you know so yes the reason why they might put um you know there's even also christian affirmations and as i said before any form of affirmation it's not a christian practice it's not christian period it's just not it's you know even if they put christian in front of it even if they put biblical in front of it that's what they use to um divert you and draw you in without you even knowing that you're doing these things you know if you don't believe me go ahead and find out for yourself do your research as i said all about new age or new thought movement you know i just thank god that the holy spirit spoke to me and revealed that to me by doing even more deeper research about certain things you know and i think what you can also look at is the way the world is embracing um those practices you know nowadays even especially now with the pandemic everyone is trying to think positive nothing is wrong with being optimistic but it's just the way your it's it's how your heart posture is in it the way it is in it right if you're thinking or willing things into existence as if you're your own as if you're your own god then that is not a christian practice because the bible says that we should lean on god you know that everything that we need is in god and he's the one that we need to go to so if we're not going to the source the true source which is god then you know that that's that practices is not from god because people right they do yoga they do other things um to try to gain either fix their situation that way or they're trying to gain peace 
or happiness their own way instead of seeking happiness and fulfillment from God. You know, nobody is embracing or talking about God that much, but they're talking about manifestation. They're talking about um, they're talking about every other thing except who God is and what what does God stand for. And so that is one um, key point that you you can you can use right if you see that the world is embracing or highly promoting certain things before you do it check like is this is this from god or is this a godly practice just check for yourself and see you know so um i really hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode i know it has been a mouthful but um i just want to let you guys know to be aware um, continue to read your word for yourself ask the holy spirit to speak to you to reveal truth to you and just stay in the word hold on to god never give up continue to run the race with you know when you accept jesus into your life right it's not going to be easy you know it's not going to be easy but it's going to be manageable because god is on our side you know whether you accept jesus or not life is going to be hard and so it's more logical to accept jesus as lord and savior because he is the one that loved us before we were even born you know before we even born god knew us you know and he had a plan um to prosper us and so i just want to quickly go through the four steps to be saved so the four steps to be saved is hearing the word which is the gospel or the bible right so the good news the gospel is basically jesus dying on the cross and believing that he rose again so you hearing the gospel um number two is believing in the word which the bible refers the word as jesus so you believing in jesus that he is the only way that he died and he rose again and he lives again to this day you believing in jesus that's the second stage and the third stage is repent repentance um, of sin or in other words it's turning away from your old ways so it's like you acknowledging that okay god said that i'm a sinner and you confessing to god that look i'm sorry for all the things that i've done in the past and i want to live for you from this day forth you know i want to live a life for you god and so it's just it's just you asking god to forgive you of your sins and washing you from every unrighteousness every mistake that you've made um that's you confessing your sins to god and in the final stage the most important stage um is baptism in the father the son and the holy ghost and you know you can check the scriptures as well it talks about it that is important baptism is important because um it is a sign that you're showing to other people you know you're showing to the world that you're no longer a part of the world but you are all for god and you know and i know the taboo where they talk about so oh if i'm baptized from a child does that count um if you have been baptized from a child um you know as a baby it doesn't count because that's when you were a baby you know but if you become baptized in the father son and holy ghost as an you know as a 
as a mature individual that understand what the gospel is all about um, and you have been totally submerged into water and not sprinkle and um, then that is um, that is um, validated because um, there's a lot of controversy regarding um, baptism but Jesus himself said it that you need to be baptized in the Father Son and Holy Ghost that's what Jesus said in in um, the Gospel of Matthew if you read it for yourself um, so yeah so those are the four stages to be saved if you hear any other ways to be saved it's just that's a false prophet right there because um when you read the bible for yourself it it tells you all these stages um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode sorry for this long one um <laughs> i hope to see you guys next week if god's willing have a blessed and wonderful week So in regards to the non-Christian practices, if you know um, you were like me and you did one of those practices or and you didn't know that it was non-Christian, then all you have to do is just ask God to forgive you of your sins because um, it is a sin, the fact that we um, indulge in another religious, uh, well, in another um, non-Christian practice, you know, and opening ourselves and making ourselves vulnerable to satanic um, entities so you know when i found out that i was practicing non-christian practices i just had to ask god to forgive me and wash me from every sin you know that i've committed against him and yeah so don't you know don't beat up yourself you know we we all have to learn some other way um, you know thank God for sending Jesus and thanking you know I thank God for his his love and his mercy towards us each and every day you know so just ask God to forgive you of your sins you know you know if you have wronged him in any way um, by indulging in those practices and you know you just move on you know continue to live for God continue to read his word the more you read the word of God is the more you know what to do and what not to do